When the MCs came to live out their name, inscribed in the halls and the walls of fame, balancing life, wrote both the Rhapsody is here, everybody. We have been bumping tracks from Eve since the moment it dropped, and we are so happy to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here, Jill. I want to start with something that Rolling Stone said about you in their review of Eve. They said that you are no longer obsessed with proving your worth and that you found your voice. But is that a fair thing to say? Because I've been hearing your voice this whole time and it did not feel as though you were looking for it. (laughs) I would say early in my career, I was trying to be validated when I didn't need to be validated by anybody. You know, it's the people and touching the people has always been the most important thing to me. And and that's that's what it was about. So, you know, I just reached a point where I stopped chasing things that I I didn't need to chase or felt like that I needed because my path is not supposed to be like every other artist's. And that's something I had to realize, like, you know, my way through this this business and this industry is going to be completely different than it was for, you know, most artists that, you know, have radio hits or, you know, it's all about the music and inspiring, connecting with people. I think you're, you're hitting that goal of connecting <laughs> with people. I, so. I want to talk about one of the samples uh, that uh, kind of stuck out to me in an album that has very strong uh, feminist tones. The Two Live Crew sample. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me see you shake <laughs> We used to do that as calisthenics in gym class. I just dated myself. <laughs> You are a woman who mm-hmm. can still honor other women and still fully embrace being the kind of person that enjoys and appreciates the, the collected works <laughs> of Uncle Luke. Why was it important to showcase those two sides Man, of yourself? I was excited to get that one because I, I got to flip it. You know, um, one, it's like you say, like, I am the woman I am, but I understand there's an energy in that music. Yeah. Even though, you know, the imagery behind it can feel somewhat negative and and put us down, but there's an energy that, you know, that some women get from it and a power that they feel. So, you know, it was dope for me to take that and flip it on its head Mm -hmm. and make it mean something totally different in my own way. Eric G uh, produced that one and he sent me two versions. The version I use and there's another version where he sampled the, uh, let me see you pop that poo poo, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Shake them titties. And I was like, Man, I can't rap over this. But I was like, but yes, I can. Mm. I could flip that whole concept of, you know, what that means. That's what was so exciting to me because I could take it and make it mean something totally different, you know, for us and, and represent like empowerment and confidence and beauty and strength. And, you know, that's one of the reasons I named it Serena, because hearing that and the dichotomy of it made me think of when she won Wimbledon and she crip walked when she got her award. <laughs> that like, was for the culture. You know, that was definitely <laughs> for the culture. So, you know, that that record is it, it was just dope and fun for that reason. We're gonna save them all. That turn it me for the hate you give. Still thugging that Shakira life. Giovanni wrote it. Nikki, that's a real poet. Black life, we still going. They mad, we still flowing. Black joy, euphoria. We want to smile like Gloria. Every track on Eve is named after a different powerhouse of a woman. There's six 16 songs, but I don't imagine that there are only 16 women that you admire. No. What is it about yeah. these particular icons that made you want to honor them in this way? Honestly, it all came down to Sonics at the end of the day and, and the storytelling. 
I originally did about 40 songs, so it's 40 different women. And there were some that in the beginning, I was like, I gotta have this one. I, like, I gotta have a Lauryn Hill. I gotta have a Cicely Tyson. I gotta have a Felicia Rashad. I gotta have a Nikki Giovanni. Like, without a doubt. Like, at the top of my list of people that really influenced me, I need these women. But, you know, you do the music and you tell the stories. And, you know, every time we do albums, there's two or three songs that we're like, you know, this is the meat of the album, what we have to build around. Mm-hmm. And the Lauryn Hill songs and the Felicia Rashad songs didn't fit sonically. Yeah. So we let the music be the biggest ego. It wasn't about what I wanted, who I had to have, because I knew that I could represent them in my own way, whether it was name dropping them in music mm-hmm. or, you know, and just in different ways or releasing that. But I wanted to do something album-wise that felt good, that said everything I wanted to say about black women, no matter whose name I use. But that feeling and that point got across. So we just we just built off what sounded best sonically and messaging-wise did I cover all the bases that I wanted to cover. And these 16 songs are the ones that did it. So those women, I, they, they just made it. Like, <laughs> your record made it, you know. Women been leading the way since Roxanne Shantae and the unit had flavor and Jay had Marcy neighbors that wave. Looking confused, I'm like, cool, maybe it's age. When I see Afro puffs, I think maybe it's rage. You're listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Jill Hopkins. Joining me in the studio, Rhapsody. We're talking about her new album, Eve. It's available everywhere now. I want to talk about Hatchet's but you, you talk about black women's potential greatness, and obviously I agree with you there. Uh, but And saying that being a queen has so much more to do with what you do and how you live and not who your daddy is or whatever. Right. How did you learn that lesson for yourself? Me? Um, I was just raised in a strong village of black women, um, from my mom to her sisters, my aunts, uh, my older sisters, and to like what I was exposed to growing up. Um, my mom always took me to the library, so I fell in love with words. I got into uh, Nikki Giovanni and Maya Angelou. I read their poetry. I watched Cosby Show. I know what Felicia Rashad meant to us. I watched Different World, Lisa Bonet, Jasmine Guy. Like, you know, there was something in all these things artistically and in my home that made that were representations for me of what a queen and a black woman was, like mm-hmm. what the what the real definition of that was. And that's where I got it from. That's where I learned it from. You know, my mom and my aunts were really big on sisterhood. They were really big on, you know, loving on each other, on being yourself. You know, they would tell me every day that you're beautiful, no matter what the world tells us is beautiful and what that looks like. I got that, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, again, like in the in the music from Lauryn Hill to Queen Latifah to MC Light, you know, to Tupac's Keep Your Head Up, uh, I got that um, growing up. And, and that's what influenced me and, and made me the strong person that I am. Yeah. You telling me this, telling me this, you telling me that, telling me that. I promise that. once you've been with me, baby, you'll never go back. Never Queens go back. always have your back. Always. I'm thinking rebirth of flat. Yeah. First time I ever saw your face, I fell in love just I like that. I'm Jill Hopkins. This is Vocalo. I'm in the studio with Rhapsody. We're talking about her new album. It's called Eve. You can get it anywhere. Records are sold. I'm here to make you better. I'm just like Coretta, in fact. The only kings would understand just how that metaphor matched. The Tifa's still a queen. I'm just trying to follow her path. Cardi made some points this week about women in rap and how labels have historically treated y'all. You can only have like one female MC mm-hmm. at a time, not as many resources or poured into promoting, right. stuff mm-hmm. like that. Did you find that to be true earlier in your career? Is it better um, for you now? Yeah, completely. Um, you know, there was a time where, you know, women flourished, we know, in the 90s where you had so many and they were so 
so different. Queen, Roxanne Shante, Missy Elliott, Charlie Baltimore. You can go salt and pepper on and on. Mm-hmm. But then there was a time, I want to say it was the late 90s, early 2000s, where the women's role in hip-hop it was like a 360. It was like we just became video vixens and mm. trophies and videos, and we weren't represented in the way that I know us to be represented and what the culture knew us to represent it. But in the music business, it was just like, you know, you're just here to be something that people drool all over, you know, in the same way they sell cigarettes and just with sex ads and women. Yeah. And so she's right, you know, people didn't see our value in the culture and didn't think that, you know, we were profitable and that our stories mattered and that we were talented. That was hard for me. Like, nobody wanted, and especially for me, like, being an artist that I that I was because I, I wasn't sexy in the way that the industry portrays sexiness. Sure. Because sexy to me is just different. But, you know, I wasn't like that. I was lyrical. I don't I don't make poppy songs. I'm I'm hip hop to the core. Yeah. So for me to even break that mold and that was ten times harder. And it's like who's gonna invest in that? So Cardi is is she's a hundred percent on and and how hard that was and it and what's dope about, you know, her is that when she came and she got the success that she had, she brought people with her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, she she shouted people out. She's like, you know, if the business and this publication is not going to do it, I am. Because y'all are not going to point at me and say that we're the problem. We're not the problem. Mm-hmm. Y'all, is the, y'all are the problem. I'm just doing me and what I love. And I, I like that. And I think that's dope. We need a Cardi B. We need a Megan Thee Stallion. We need a Nicki Minaj. But she was, and she, Cardi stepped up and she's like, but we also need, you know, a Tiara Wack, a Chica, a Rhapsody, a Maya and that's the difference and her success too you know has reminded people that you know we are valuable that you know we are profitable that we do have stories to tell that people want to listen to us I think everything that every artist does helps in some way you know some may be bigger than others but you know for Cardi like she said and for being from the hood she did give uh, girls like her hope that you know I can't be a stripper and I can't be dope you yeah. know, at the same time and you know for her to shout me out it's like oh Cardi listen to rap like she's turned so many women on yeah. to me that may not have listened to me before um, or that had not been exposed to me that knew who I was and you know I know that I that I help women and she helps women we all help in our own way so without a doubt like me being nominated for two Grammys that's that that opens the door for we other celebrated women. at my house like you were my cousin we were so happy for you <laughs> thank you and and that's like to not even have a top single or be on top billboard like we was like 197 on billboard didn't go platinum didn't go gold nowhere near it and still be acknowledged that the highest of music that you can be like that meant something that helped somebody that's going through the same path as me in some way, whether it was inspiration or whether it was another label like, yo, there's a lane here. And I think what makes it even easier is because we all support each other. Yeah. You know, before where it was just like, oh, there's only one seat. I got to come at your neck and I ain't shouting you out. I was like, no, like we're not giving that power away. That power is with us. We define us and, you know, what's valuable. So, you know, that's what's dope. Even living single, we connected by the tribe. Was raised by a queen. Know how to be one and love one and raise a king. When he's old, I'll describe how to love him. Queens come in all shapes and colors. Though we sit on thrones, we don't look down on each other. I learned how to rule from my mother and my auntie. has got the blood of the Ashanti. I could be Cleo or Gandhi to protect mine. You're listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Jill Hopkins. In the studio with me, the MC, Rhapsody.
being black is tiring sometimes. Mm-hmm. Being yeah. a woman is exhausting sometimes. Mm-hmm. Being both should come with some sort of extra pay come or something. On, would it? <laughs> I wouldn't trade it for anything, no. though. I just always like to ask folks, what's your favorite part about being a black woman? Man, it's, it's so much. Uh, one thing I love is, is our strength, that no matter what's thrown at us and how tiring it gets, we never give up. No. We are always the glue and the strength and the backbone of the world, not just our home and our people. Like to think back and watch my mom come home and do the things she did and wake up every day and do the same thing. I was like, I don't know how you did it. Mm-hmm. Like, We never give up no matter what's thrown at us. We're just a strong people. I love the love that we have. You know, we are very loving people. It makes me think about really where we came from in Africa and, you know, how it was about community. No matter 400 years of slavery, those things never left us. You know, the circle and the community of life and, and what we represent, even spiritually. There's just so much beauty in black culture and blackness mm-hmm. that, you know, I wouldn't change for the world. And I, it on a lighter note, like, I love that we could come back through all of that and just laugh. Yeah. At the end of the day, I posted something. It was a thread somebody put on Twitter. This is a thread of black people laughing. And there's just even beauty in that, you know, and just how we take whatever obstacle and we just find light in it at the end of the day, whether it's just us just bent over in laughter. Like, yeah. that's that's beautiful. We cannot thank you enough for making oh, time man. for us. Uh, the new album from Rhapsody is called Eve. It's available everywhere. You can follow her at Rhapsody. That's R-A-P-S-O-D-Y. Thank you so much. Oh, You're thank the you best. so much. Thank you, sister. Yeah. 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 Yeah.